Welcome back to the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. Thanks for joining today. I am your host, Zane, joined by my co-host, Danny. And today's episode is focused, as usual, on our weekend preview. As always, I'll introduce my co-host, Danny. And Danny, how are you today? And what are you drinking? I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm really looking forward to today's episode. We have a lot of good games to talk about. We have a lot of picks to go over. Uh, that we picked last week, and we will discuss that. What I'm drinking, I'm drinking Lightning Kugels Toasted Bach. It's a limited release. I've never had before. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a good staple beer, especially Midwest. Lightning Kugels out of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. So definitely give it a try if you haven't already. But really excited for today's show. Nice. Toasted box. Is that kind of like a citrusy or is that more of a weedy beer? It's definitely, kinda... it's, yeah, it's more weedy uh, for sure. It, it kind of reminds me of a, you know, Sam Adams winter lager. And for those who know, I, I love my Sam Adams. So I, this is definitely a good beer for me. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Toasted box. That sounds cool. I am just enjoying a classic Coors banquet. Okay. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it's a good Thursday night beer. I'm really enjoying it right now. That's a good staple Thursday night beer for sure. Yeah, I am definitely a fan so far. Uh, so as always, we're going to get started with our headlines for the week. And with a lot of football to come, we're actually going to start with a, a quick basketball headline. As you guys know, the Timberwolves has, has the number one overall draft pick this year. And so, Danny, I want to know, who do you think the Timberwolves should take at number one? Yeah, so I was doing my research, and I noticed, so they have Carl Anthony Towns, so you really don't have to worry about the five position or the center position too much. They have D'Angelo Russell. He's kind of fills in your, your shooting guard role. You can switch back and forth between the two and three. So I started looking at the point guard prospects that could really accompany D'Angelo Russell uh, in their future backcourt. And uh, I kept doing my research, kept doing my research, and I kept hating myself for it. I picked a few different point guards, but I kept coming back to LaMelo Ball. And it pains me to say that because wow, I'm just, number one. I, yeah. Because I'm just not, I, I think, I don't, I just don't like their dad. He's just a loudmouth, just like annoying guy that no, even ESPN doesn't allow on his, on their platforms anymore because he's just too out there and he's just a clown show. And I think that casts a negative shadow, a dark shadow over his three sons who are great basketball players. And that that's why it pains me to say LaMelo ball, not so much because I don't like LaMelo ball, but I think he's a great uh, true point guard that uh, the Timberwolves could use. And he, he, he's not coming from a college. Uh, he's coming out of the Australian basketball league. Uh, I think he's I think he's only 18 or 19 as well. But um so unfortunately I'm sticking with him. I was not I was not impressed by Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State or Cole Anthony out of North Carolina. So I'm sticking with Lamelo Ball as who they should pick. Okay, yeah, uh, that's definitely an interesting pick. It, you know, he's classified as a point guard. I kind of think the Timberwolves would be really well suited with another combo guard. Like you said, D'Angelo Russell could kind of play maybe one guard, two guard. Uh, depending on the night. So I, my pick, I think the Timberwolves should take Anthony Edwards shooting guard out of Georgia. Oh yeah. And, you know, I, I really think they kind of benefit from that, that two, you know, having two guard combos. Um, any, any guard could take over the night kind of like, uh, what was that? Two years ago when the Rockets had James Harden and Chris Paul, yeah. 
or, or even Russell Westbrook now, you know, it's kind of like any guard can take over the game, you know, and, and run the one or the two. So I, I thought that Anthony Edwards would be a good pick for the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good direction that they could go. I, I think it's also really difficult for scouts and front offices and even us for the to the general public to even just try to pick these prospects because some of these prospects aren't even coming out of college. And if we watch any prep basketball, it's going to be out of college. It's not going to be we're watching the Israeli league or the Australian basketball league. We're watching college. And if they're only playing one year, like Cole Anthony out of North Carolina and they're one and duns and they have a, you know, a below average freshman year, these these uh, front offices are going, oh, well, they were the best in their AAU league. So, you know, they're still going to go a top pick. When in reality, that, that's a really high risk, low reward sometimes, medium reward. It, it really doesn't pay off all the time because you're really not seeing too much them, them paying off in college. Yeah, especially this year with the, the tournament being canceled. We really didn't get to see those guys in prime time, which kind of sucks. Uh, so taking a look at our second headline for the week, the SEC this weekend has four canceled games. So I'm asking you, Danny, do you think that the college football season should postpone the rest of the season? I do not think it should be postponed. I do think that the college football playoff rankings should be forever in debate and should just be barroom talk for the rest of our lives and have an asterisk next to it. I think it'll be great discussion in the future. It's We don't know if uh, – if COVID is spreading through these teams because the games are being played or because these players are not taking care of themselves on campus. I'm sure it's different for every team. I'm sure it's different for every conference, but I, I don't think as of now, I, it, I, I hate to use money as a, as an arguing point, but if football is not played this year or college football is not finished this year, these a lot of these schools are going to have to cut out their non-revenue sports, such as you know, swimming and diving, cross country, hockey, you you name it. If it's not basketball or football, they they have a high chance of being cut if football is not played because the football, for the most part, is is the money makers of these programs. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. It's a really tough decision. Um, the way I look at it. I guess the season should continue, but I really think that some players should start thinking about opting out because, you, you know, it's not, it's not professional leagues as a college student, as a young person, although, you know, you may be able to fight it off, you know, COVID off easier, you know, it's something where it's like, you, you really just want to limit your risk and live to fight another day. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn. Cause you know, we, we, you know, we talk about sports, we love college football, but it's like at the same time, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, player safety is at the forefront. And, um, uh, you know, I'm hoping if we just postpone a few games, hopefully later on in the season, we can add the makeup weekend and, um, you know, they can uh, play these games safer, uh, you know, more safely down the road. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You definitely got to think of safety first. And you want to think of these players futures because they have millions of dollars on the line, whether they get drafted or not, or what place in the draft they do get picked. It's just, you know, if we do postpone these games or cancel them altogether, are we sure that these players are going to adhere to the team rules of staying inside all the time and, you know, not coming in contact with the virus on campus? Because 
I mean, they could still, we don't know if they're getting the virus from other teams that they're playing. Exactly. Yeah. Really difficult. Um, and, and really something to keep an eye on as we, as we move forward. So we're going to move on and we're going to quickly recap last week's get your picks on route 66 and tally up who is in the lead, uh, me versus Danny. Uh, so last week, we looked at the first game, Bills versus Seahawks. I picked the Bills, and Danny picked the Seahawks. And the Bills, of course, won that game. So there's one to zero in favor of me. Looking at the second game, we had the Saints versus the Buccaneers. And both Danny and I picked the Buccaneers, and boy, were we wrong. <laughs> uh, still, Buccaneers, we're yeah, still, Buccaneers going down 38 to three. We're still waiting for those mail-in points to come in, so don't count that out. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> yeah. All right. The third game we looked at was Dolphins versus Cardinals. And of course, the Dolphins beat the Cardinals. So both Danny and I were wrong on that. That was a toss up game, though. I felt like that could have gone either way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we're really trying to make the picks here for for, uh, Get Your Picks on Route 66 games that are within three points in terms of the spread so that they could go either way. And Zane, for the listener, what, what, uh, what booking system are you using? What platform are you using? Right. Yeah, so we're taking all all of our our spreads and our um our plus minuses off of uh, DraftKings. Okay. Yeah, pretty similar to most of the other websites, but in terms of you know maybe half a point here or there on the on the spread, um, we're, we're looking at DraftKings. Um, so the third game that we looked at is Colts versus Ravens. I took the Colts, and Danny took the Ravens. Um, and of course, the Ravens did win out this weekend in a pretty convincing fashion. Yeah. Uh, so Good that job, is tied, uh, yeah, tied one to one, Danny and Zane. And the last game that we looked at was the Giants versus the Washington football team. I took the Giants, and Danny took the Washington football Both team. Both teams should have lost. <laughs> yeah, after our meatball play segment, uh, yes, both teams should have taken an L. And unfortunately, some five-win team out of the NFC East is going to get a whole, a home playoff game. But uh, that should be illegal. Course, that should be illegal. Yeah, that that can't. That just that's got to be against the, the Geneva Convention league. somewhere. We, we, we got to look at the fine print. I bet you somebody has. Yeah, so, somebody dig deep into the rule book and find out that 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 can't be allowed. Uh, so, but that's uh, another point for me. So that is up two one so far for me. Uh, so we're gonna hop over into the ride or die section, where of course we both pick our upsets, two upset games for the week. Uh, Danny picked Boise State and Indiana, uh, both in the plus one hundred to two hundred range. So that's gonna be worth two points. Unfortunately, Boise State got destroyed. <laughs> oh so Danny's uh, Danny's left with Indiana. Yeah, they got completely uh, boat raced. Yeah. <laughs> Which he will receive two points for, so he is now up three to two. I picked uh, the Denver Broncos to upset Atlanta and West Virginia, both of which lost. <laughs> but I did text Danny in the middle of the game. Denver was down twenty-seven to six, and I said we got right where we want them for the Atlanta Falcons to blow that lead, and they almost did. Oh my God, I the Falcons just. It, I, if I was a Falcons fan, I would hate going into any fourth quarter with more than a more than let's just say a lead in general i would hate going into any fourth quarter with a lead because i would just be chewing my nails off man they just i don't get how they do it 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 just must be in their dna i know i was i was sort of joking sort of like oh hey you know maybe we (laughs) we want them okay danny which which game were you most surprised that you lost your pick Uh, i mean 
I think if I had to choose one, I mean, the, the Giants and Red, the sorry, not Redskins, the Giants and Washington football team toss up, Dolphins and Cardinals toss up, Bills and Seahawks. I'm not surprised the Bills won, but uh, I, I think maybe the one I'm most surprised of is the Saints and Buccaneers. Maybe not so much that the Saints lost, but that the Buccaneers were just so terribly bad that they they didn't eat their Flintstone gummies that morning or something because they just got <laughs> their doors blown off. Yeah, that that was just a really bad showing. I think I have to agree. Just the way they lost was absolutely ugly. Super, super ugly. So with that, we're going to get into uh, this week's Get Your Picks on Route 66. And the first game we're taking a look at is Eagles versus Giants. Who you got this week? Uh, yeah, so first I would actually like to put this little asterisk by last week's picks. I know we, we talked about it last week. These picks are not meant to make you money. We are not saying that you will make money if you bet our picks. You know, just putting that disclaimer out there. And actually, it, it seems like as if you picked the complete opposite of us, you would have actually made a lot of money this past weekend. So I guess just take that into account. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I, exactly. I'm going to do a lot. Our picks are not suggestions or recommendations yes. for anybody. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do a lot better this week, though, just for personal pride. I am taking the Philadelphia Eagles over the New York Giants. Again, this is another this is another redheaded stepchild ugly game of NFC East that we're starting off with. I just don't like having to pick these games because it's a total crapshoot. I'm Yeah, that's why we gotta keep the NFC East live, man. <laughs> it's literally God. any it could go any which way. Even if man. I pick wins, I don't even know if I want it. That's how ugly it is. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even take the point next week. But I'm taking the Eagles yeah. and the Giants. I just think Carson No, I I'm, I can't even say that with a straight face. I I honestly don't I was gonna say Carson Wentz is better than Danny Dimes, but I just he's I, I just can't do it. I so I'm just picking the Eagles just because I just overall I guess think they're a better team. They won the Super Bowl a few years ago, so I guess I'm just still hanging out to that. Other than that, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to agree. I'm also gonna pick the Eagles. I only picked the Giants because they were going against the Washington football team, <laughs> who might be even worse. So yeah, again a toss up, but it's like I don't really believe in the Giants. So I'm just going to have to believe in Carson Wentz. Um, although he has been playing bad this season, yes, I'm also going to pick the Eagles. Yeah, so moving on to our second game of the week, we're looking at the Chargers versus the Dolphins. Who you got this week, Danny? I have the Dolphins over the Chargers. Not, I don't think that Tua is better than Justin Herbert. I just think the Dolphins are a better team than the Chargers. I have not seen a team lose more close games than the Chargers. Maybe the Cubs before 2015, before 2016. That's the only team I can think of that's lost more heartbreakers. Because the Chargers, it just seems like they go out of their way to let their other the, their opposing team win the game. They're, they're snatching defeat from the jaws of victory each week. I don't know how they do it, <laughs> yeah. but they just keep finding a way, so I'm taking the Dolphins. That's a good pick. And, and see, almost for the exact opposite reason, I, I'm picking the Chargers this week. The, the Dolphins have looked good, but I think the Chargers are desperate. I think the Chargers really want to get their rookie quarterback a, a win here. Like you said, they've been they've been in every single game. Justin Herbert has looked really, really good, and especially maybe Anthony Lynn. You know, you know, I mean, he's had a good run with the Chargers, but you know, has it been good enough 
I, I'm not sure. So I think the Chargers are desperate now. I think they're going to be playing really hard this week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Anthony Lynn, he's – I think he's a better coach than his record states. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're judged by your wins and losses, and that's what it's going to come down to. And there's plenty of the season left for him to make it up, but not looking good for him so far. Absolutely. Moving on to game three, we have the Bills versus the Cardinals. What's your pick this week for this game? I'm taking the Bills. Really liked what Josh Allen showed against the Seahawks and Russell Wilson last week. The Cardinals disappointed me. I think they have a subpar defense, and I really think that's holding them back because I do think they have a great offense behind Kyler Murray. I love Larry Fitzgerald. I think he's just a career wide receiver, and he's not your typical diva wide receiver that you see a lot. And uh, – I just like the Bills more overall because I think they're a more complete team. Awesome, awesome. I'm also going to pick the Bills, keep it short and sweet here. Um, I, I think, yeah, they're just a more complete team. They showed it against the Seahawks. They're willing to go toe-to-toe with Russell Wilson. Um, the, the Bills took a little bit of a slide earlier this season, but I think they're bouncing back, um, and they're going to look really good against the Cardinals. Uh, moving on to game four for the week, we're going to switch over to college real quick. And we've got Purdue versus Northwestern, a battle of the unbeatens. Who you got, Danny? I'm going to go with the Northwestern Wildcats, the purple team up north. I Both teams are obviously undefeated. I just think, I mean, Purdue played Illinois, and the, Illinois was within seven points. And I'm going to take that as a slight to Purdue, and as a negative for Purdue they should have blown out Illinois. So I'm going to take Northwestern because not only do I think Northwestern is a great team, I think people underestimated them. Whenever people say Northwestern are going to be bad, they're good and, you know, vice versa. Not only do I think Northwestern will have a great, great year, I think they're going to represent the Big Ten West in the in the conference championship game December 19th. So I uh, expect Northwestern to run the table, actually. Yeah, looking at it, yeah, like it's it's very hard to judge college football this year. You just really don't really know who's going to be good. But I think as well, um, with the limited knowledge that I have of college football this season, I think I'm also going to pick Northwestern. Just in a, it, it just a toss up, um, but I'm going to take Northwestern. Uh, moving on to the final game in Get Your Picks on Route 66, we have the Seahawks versus the Rams. What do you got with this? Game? I have the Rams. I was kind of back and forth going between the Seahawks and the Rams here. I really feel like it go both ways, but my gosh, the the Seahawks defense really got exposed last last week against the Bills. And I know Josh Allen is a great quarterback. I mean, he's he's a good quarterback and he has a lot of good weapons around him. I, I think Jared Goff is a lot. Jared Goff, the the Los Angeles Rams quarterback, has a lot of good weapons around him as well. I just think the defense of, the, of Seattle is holding them back. That's why I'm taking the Rams this week. Yeah, that's a good pick, but I am going to go with the Seahawks. Uh, hoping that the you know second week back for Jamal Adams, maybe that defense shares up. And I think the Seahawks played a, a good game last week. They just kind of got outmatched by a better overall te- you know, all-around team. Um, and, and I was not impressed with the Rams against the Dolphins uh, two weeks ago. Um, so I am going to stick with the Seahawks here and, uh, yeah, and a pick down for the win this week. Um, moving over to the upset section, uh, this is the ride or die segment where both Danny and I pick two games where we have to pick upsets. Um, I'll start off with my first upset pick of the week, and I'm picking the Bengals to upset 
the Steelers. I'm hoping the Steelers are sleeping on the Bengals and my man Joey B here. And the, the Bengals are plus 225 this week. Uh, Danny, who's well, your well, first, I, I love that pick, Zane. I just bathe me. Yeah, in that it's pick. gutsy. It's bathe gutsy. Me in Joe Burrow praise. <laughs> My goodness. I, I mean, we're both on the Joey B bandwagon, man. I just, I just can't wait for this game because I just want the, the Steelers were sleeping on the Cowboys last week. And, you know, I just want Joe yeah, Burrow yeah. and the, the Bengals to just pounce all over him, man. I, I'm looking forward to that game. And I, I, I think that's a great choice. My first upset, my ride or die pick. Again, we're picking these out at DraftKings. I'm taking Michigan plus 160 over number 13, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's only played one game because they've had two games canceled due to COVID because numbers are rampant in Wisconsin right now and through the program. But it's it's subsiding for their program at least. And I'm not saying that Graham Mertz, the – the Wisconsin quarterback is a bad quarterback. I'm not saying Wisconsin's a bad team, but I feel like people were putting him in Heisman conversations and putting their team as national title title contenders after one week. Let me just remind you that that one week that they had a game, they played against Illinois. As an Illinois fan, I cannot tell you how many different players from different teams you can they can be from Nichols State or Longwood University. They are going to have career games against Illinois. And it's every single game. I'm not saying they're bad quarterbacks or a bad team. I'm just taking I'm just saying take it take that into account. I think Michigan can pull off this upset over Wisconsin. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, we we kind of been bashing on Michigan lately. Because um, you know they were the favorites for a while, but uh, now you're picking them as the underdog. That could be that's a very interesting game to pick. My second oh, uh, underdog pick for this week is going to be Louisville Whoa. at uh, plus twenty eight, and I will tell you right now that's a complete guess. I have no <laughs> idea. I am just I'm just taking Louisville, just you know throwing it out there and hoping that they can catch a W. Is Lamar Jackson still there? Uh, yeah, he's coming back for one game. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're two and five facing Virginia, who's two and four. Um, so I, that, that seems to me like a game that's just completely up in the air. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I have the ACC, I've, I, I have a pretty decent idea of college football and just in general years, but just with this schedule, the way it's gone out and just with COVID is really just throwing a monkey wrench into everything. And I just, like you, I'm just kind of throwing darts at a board and seeing what sticks. And we kind of saw what happened last week with that result. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of shows exactly. what that strategy yields. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not uh, – <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you for that pick. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. So what's your second pick for Ryder? Okay, Dye, so I'm going with my heart on this one, but I do have a couple of stats to back this up. I know I've really just – we, when we go over our barometer section uh, for our uh, recap episodes, you know, where we're saying we're closer to God or kicking the shin and I'm just nag on the bears and the Illini each week. I'm picking the bears this week. I'm taking the bears plus 138 over the Vikings on Monday night football and ESPN. The reason I'm doing that, Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Chicago bears in his two seasons, were, this is his third season with the bears. He is four and zero against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. He split his time between the Washington Redskins and the Minnesota Vikings. He is 0-9 on Monday Night Football. Those seem like pretty safe bets 
to go with the Bears this Monday night. I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, that's a, definitely an interesting pick. You're kind of, yeah, rooting for the hometown team. I, I And I'm kind of scared for you because, you know, Dalvin Cook has been cooking. He has definitely been cooking, and it seems like the Vikings are kind of on a roll. But uh, I respect that pick, and um, and, we'll, and we'll have to see what happens uh, between the Bears and the Vikings on Monday Yeah, I'll night. tell you what, Zane. I mean, I've been kicked in the shin with a metal boot. I've been taking it Colt 45 to the kneecap. <laughs> If this keeps on going, Zane, I don't know if I'm going to be able to walk my daughter down the aisle at her wedding because this is just getting ugly. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's let's hope for your daughter's sake the Bears can pull this <laughs> bit out. <laughs> Alrighty then. Moving on to our next section, which is buy or sell. Danny, are you buying or selling that Adam Gase will be gone after this season. I'm selling, and I'm going to sell at the low price of I'll pay you to take him because it, it, I just don't get how he is still the coach of the New York Jets. And the reason he is is because the GM is tied to him. He keeps giving his support to him and saying that he's the answer and that the players are the problem. It's it, The players might be terrible, but Adam Gase is not the answer. It's weird to think that Jay Cutler had his best year while Adam Gase was the offensive coordinator back in 2014 for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. And a lot of people were calling yeah, for him wait, to be so the head coach. Are, are you saying he is going to be fired so or he is so not going to be I said, fired? I sh- we should sell on him, but the Jets are going to be buying on him. They're not going to be – they're not going to get rid of him. At least as long as that GM is still there, they're not going to get rid of him. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. It's that it's, uh... – that the, the GM just has ultimate praise for him. Uh, for for me personally, yeah, it's tough. I think I would buy that. I think I would actually buy that the Jets are going to fire him. If they go, probably, I would say, I think they might go 1-15. in 15. They might sneak a win. But other than that, I don't see them really, you know, getting two or three wins. And they might be taking on yeah. purpose, to be honest. Um, and they might even want to move on from both Adam Gase and Sam yeah, Darnold, I, that's you know? crazy. I mean, is um, Sam but, Darnold a bad quarterback or is he just on a bad team and just with no weapons? Yeah, it's tough, but I certainly don't think because it doesn't even look like the Jets are really playing yeah. hard, you know. So, so I'm not really sure if Adam Gase is the guy. So, I think I'm buying the fact that the, the Jets are, are going to fire him by the end of the season here. Um, so our second buy or sell question is, uh, uh, the giants should, or sorry, excuse me. The giants will move on from Daniel Jones at the end of the season. Danny, you buying that or you selling that? I'm going to buy it because I don't think, I didn't like the day he was drafted. I didn't like that pick. I was surprised. I think he came out of Duke. I was not a fan of the pick at the time. I thought there were better quarterback prospects out there in the drafts still available. And I know he has a cool nickname, Danny Dimes, but most of the time, Danny Dimes is throwing his dimes to the opposite team. And they just need to make a change <laughs> because it's just not working. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think I agree. I'm going to buy this one. I think they can learn from the Bears, you know, with Mitch Trubisky. If you miss, so what? You miss. Just suck it up, move on, and get yourself exactly. a better quarterback. You're only wasting time. You know, I exactly. I 
I think it's fair to say they've evaluated him for long enough. And like you said, he's thrown his dimes <laughs> to the other team. He's fump he's fumbling. And while the Giants have looked competitive, it hasn't I don't think it's because of Danny Dimes. Uh, I think it's time to move on for the Giants. I agree. I agree. Just it's just time to cut the cord. Just take the L on that draft pick. Just admit you're wrong. Just be a you yeah, know, be take, a man or be a woman and just say that you were wrong. Absolutely. All righty, moving on to our hype game of the week. We have the Dolphins versus the Chargers. And while this was in our Get Your Picks on Route 66 column, you know, we're looking at it because, you know, the spread's within three and a half points, but it's also our hype game of the week because we have a rookie quarterback showdown to a Tungavaloa versus Justin Herbert. Uh, Danny, what are you looking forward yeah, to? Yeah, you know, game? I was actually surprised that this was a our – uh, hype game of the week, but then I looked back at you know the NFL slate wasn't too impressed, and I looked at the college slate, and you know half the college games were canceled, at least half the marquee ones were canceled. So uh, I'm actually am looking forward. Not that I wasn't looking forward to this, but I you know I was just kind of surprised. It's just kind of maybe based off of availability at this point, and but I am looking forward to this game. I mean, I'm really impressed with this young crop of QBs in the NFL. Justin Herbert has showed a lot. I know the record doesn't really reflect that. And, you know, I know Tua has only played two games. He's only started two games at least. I'm very impressed. I'm really looking forward to this. And I think these QBs are only going to get better from here. I know I picked the Dolphins, but, you know, the Chargers have just been so close to victory, you know, throughout this this season and last season. Maybe they'll break through. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But it's going to be a close game, and that's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I put it on the, this week's hype list because, the, you know, every time, every after every weekend, all we hear about is, did the quarterbacks go in the right order? You know, it's this it's this constant conversation of, did right. we get the draft order right for these rookie quarterbacks? And I, I love it because you just never know. If you got the right guy, did the, the guy go in the right situation? You know, it, it's always this, this constant, you know, did we get the right guy? Uh, and, and both these teams have proven that they'll give up some points. So I, I'm kind of convinced that we might get an awesome shootout and the sole focus is going to be on these two rookie quarterbacks. Um, so I am really looking. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's been more good quarterback prospects coming out of the draft than there are have been bad ones, at least these past two drafts. So I, I've been really impressed. With, I, I don't think these teams can be too – like I don't think the Dolphins are wishing they had Justin Herbert or the Chargers are wishing they had Tua. I, I just – you know, I think they're both pretty uh, content with their pick. Absolutely. Are there any other sports yeah. headlines or – Game well, you know, I, I just, you know, something local, a little local storyline that I'd like to make a point of, um, you know, we, we went to a, a good high school around here. Um, we in Warrenville South and, um, you know, we have a, a storied football program there and uh, Titus Davis, uh, he was a former player there at South and he also broke most of Antonio Brown's records at Central Michigan University. He recently passed away. Uh, from a rare form of kidney cancer, I would just, you know, like to share my condolences and prayers uh, for his family. Um, you know, his brother Corey's on his one of the starting wide receivers for the Tennessee Titans. So, just like to pass my condolences and just, you know, I 
shared so many good memories watching him and Corey growing up and lead the Tigers to some state championships. And those are some good memories. And so I'm just hoping for the best for him and his family. Absolutely. I, I agree. I, I was informed of that info and, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super sad for his family and, and for Corey and, um, and I really hope your family's doing okay. Like you said, our, our thoughts, our prayers are with him. Um, in the coming months. Um, with that, we're going to quickly transition over to our final segment where we talk about what we're drinking tonight. And Danny, how was your beer? And, I did, uh, did finish, finish it, it, and I might be high- hopping on the Lightning Cools train. You know, this was a really good, it's called uh, Toasted Bach. Uh, for those who haven't had it, it's a limited release from Lightning Kugels. If you didn't know, Lightning Kugels out of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. So it's a Midwestern beer. A lot of, you know, local breweries breweries in wisconsin and they do a, there's a lot of just good beers coming out of wisconsin in general so you really can't go wrong anything you choose so really impressed and i uh, definitely recommend it awesome awesome yeah um i'm i'm just about done with my course and obviously if you're over 21 we definitely recommend uh, a course banquet on a thursday night just a nice easy smooth one um, something you can get along with on any given night. And with that, we're going to wrap up the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we'll see you next week.